missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. Well, hello there. Welcome in. Hello, Come love. Come on in. Set a spell with us. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in, love. I am still Come in, love. trying to re- Muscle memory is not here. You know, I'm trying to re- remember how to do things. If you go to uh, later on in the day today, you want to listen to our podcast, about half of them because I I forgot to turn the recorder on and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm just I'm just kind of struggling getting back into the swing of things, uh, but I'm it's slowly but surely coming in. Uh, listen, it is raining outside, or at least it was the last time I checked, and it's going to be a nice warm day today. Daytime high around 55 right now, 50 degrees. Wheeling, Ohio, well, 50 degrees everywhere. 50 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 50 at the Highlands. 50. Uh, in Elm Grove and 50 here at the, well, wait a minute. What do we call this place now? Just here. Uh, it's just 50 here. Watchdog Studio. The Watchdog Studios, uh, one of the big stories, which we I'm going to talk about the stories that we missed in a minute or two, but uh, one of the big stories, um, the uh, Robinson family has gotten out of the uh, automobile business after almost half a century. Uh, of, That's a long time, uh, uh, and they have they have become a, a not the but a premier auto dealer here in the Upper Ohio Valley, and so uh, Jim Robinson Ford is now Schultz Ford, which is out of Pennsylvania. Is there a slogan? I know nothing. I know Sergeant Schultz. <laughs> I know nothing. nothing. They come up and buy a car. Let me let me suggest that with the potential of new advertisers here, we probably shouldn't yeah. go down that road. No, I, I, I they know everything. They know everything. And then the former Bob Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC and Bob Robinson Toyota have been acquired by Victory Automotive Group out of Canton, Michigan. What that means all the way around, I don't know. Uh, obviously, the Robinsons. Are committed to their own to this community, so they would not have brought in fly-by-night operators, Bob. That's the way I look at it. You know, they would make sure that they had not just they they did well for themselves, I'm sure, but also I'm sure they they made sure that whoever's going to take over is going to take over well for the community. Change I could have done without though, Howard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, anyway, so and it's uh, 50 degrees here at the uh, here this place here our studios the, our studios whatever they are. I think Gene wants to welcome you back, Gene. Gene, good morning, sir. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Howard. I'd like to take my two minutes and uh, tell you a couple things, Howard. Glad you're back. But I do want to commend Bob. He had a whale of a week. It was a great show. No politics. It was fantastic. Old-time radio was back for a week. Well, very good. Did you call in? Did you get? To, did you win a ticket or a, or a card or anything? Did you call oh, in? Was, for that woman, I think I <laughs> it was rigged. <laughs> she must be built like a brick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was Julie. No, it wasn't rigged. She was just lucky, Gene. But I did have, I, I got two things for you. Number one, Crocs. My kids bought me Crocs about a month ago. And I said, what the hell am I going to do with these things? So one day I put them on. I ain't had them off since. <laughs> the only problem that you have is if it rains, your feet get wet. Well, that's what I was thinking, you know. They are great, though. Let me tell you something. You slip them on, walk, they're comfortable. I love them. Mine have fleece lining. Do you have fleece lining? No, I didn't get them kind. Huh? No, no. I got the fleece lining. I have not tried them. I'll be honest with you. I, 
I keep looking at them shoes with holes in them. Just that somehow it doesn't doesn't compute with me. But well, uh, put them on the wear them, and let me tell you something: you'll never take them off. All right, I'm gonna give them a try today, but I won't. I won't wear them outside today because it's raining. Number two, Bob did a well of a deal. He did a well of a show. That other guy was good. I like that other guy too. Shane. Yeah, he's good. I like him. But Bob made one mistake, Uh-oh. and I'll never forgive him for that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He put Reverend Cummings on at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Gene wanted on. Oh, Gene. <laughs> he took your – how could the bishop take your time? I can't believe that. I, I don't know. He just, I like that guy. He's a good guy. But, man, once he gets going, you can't stop him. <laughs> well, I and I love that about him. I love to talk to the good reverend, he is the good, good. bishop. He, is, he does a lot for a lot of people. I say every time he's here, though, Gene, I don't know where in the world he finds the energy or the time. I truly do not know. Yeah, well. He, you know, he travels the world. He's in South Africa. He's here. He's there. Then the next thing you know, he's uh, doing the, the Thanksgiving giveaway, and then he's away, and then he's suddenly doing the Christmas giveaway. And I, when I look at the stuff they have, bless his heart. And I guess I mean that literally. Bless his heart. He's just such a great guy. Happy New Year, Gene. I'm glad you had a nice uh, vacation, and uh, welcome back. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, uh, off the uh, text line. Do you know why Crocs have holes in them? Because that is where your dignity leaks out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Made me a little nervous there. I like that. I got that. All right. Phone lines are blowing up, Howard. We didn't even bribe him this morning. No. I think just the return of Howard Monroe was enough. Got some more? Mark, welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. Hey, I can one-up you on the Crocs, Howie. Okay. My son-in-law got me headlights for my Crocs. Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't get I even asked about that. I know. See, I know what that means. Bob, do you know what that means? I have no idea what that means. Little lights that go into the hole sometimes. I know what that means. My kids have headlights, so when they gave me the Crocs, I said, "Well, did I get headlights?" No, Dad, you didn't get headlights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you got to you got to work up and earn them. You're uh, just a you're a you're a Croc rookie. Yeah, I am a Croc rookie. Yeah, no question about that. Hey, another thing, you're gonna get busted big time here. Oh boy. Oh. Boy. Uh, you 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 bought uh, Bob a book at the Greenbrier, right? I did. Still down you there, unfortunately. Oh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You bought it. I bought it. Okay. And you're busting Nancy's ass because she didn't pack it. Ah, uh, that don't fly. You bought it, you pack it. Bob, no, that's make- not. See, that is not the uh, compact that uh, Nancy Monroe and I have. Uh, she does the packing uh, pre and post uh, trip, and I do the. Um... What do you do? You know what? Give me a second. He's thinking. Uh, I do the. Um, dun, 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 I I carry the. Well, no, we had a bellman take the things out. Um, you got the money ready for the tip. I said I got the money ready for the tip. That's right. I I had the I gave I gave the bellman the money. That's what it was. That's it. You should have tipped Nancy. <laughs> She's at home right Nancy. now. She's she at home right now, going. That's right. That's right. Should have. <laughs> Nancy, you're a saint. She is Thanks, that. Nancy. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Well, the Frio Stack text line has been working hard this morning. Now, the Frio Stack auction service phone lines are open and available. Feel free to use them 304 232 8255. talk We can talk about anything that's on your mind. I want to get to some of the stories that we missed last week. Um, 
because there are a couple of them that I think are worth at least taking a minute or two to talk about. And some of these I will follow up on with some guests coming up uh, in the next couple of days or actually maybe the beginning of next week. But because tomorrow is going to be, if all goes well, tomorrow is going to be reflecting back on the year gone by. And then Friday, of course, our usual um, travel show. And I'm hoping McCabe will be here. John and I can reflect back on the year in the city gone by. And, um, and then next week we'll be back into uh, – you know, a lot more stuff. There's just a lot of things that happened while I was away. Hey, I want to take uh, – Bob, I can't remember if you ever worked with this guy or not. Uh, it was really saddening to me as I was drifting off to sleep on Christmas Eve. I I don't normally, despite the fact that I people my age often ch- check the obituaries, I don't always check the obits. Um, but I did see an obituary on Christmas Eve, and it really saddened me. B.O. Ellis. Do you remember B.O.? I don't. Okay. B.O., many people might remember when he had a little store uh, right across the Market Plaza, like up in that area where Becker's used to be, where um, Tito's and and, um, Talkaholics are and so on. It was called Industronics, and it was just filled with electronics parts. Radio people would go in there no matter what you needed. You needed a transistor. You needed a little piece of wire just this big. You need he, he had little boxes all over the store. Industron, great. It was a great little store, and I got to know him a bit from that. And then as I bought the radio station, uh, and my engineer at the time, Joe Dumas, and I were working hard to do some major repairs at our transmitter site, and Bo came in to help out. Now he died at the age of ninety-three this past week, so I'm, he would have been probably in his upper 70s when he was in helping me. He rewired the whole building. He had arthritis. He he couldn't use one of his hands and one of his arms. I remember him being on top of a ladder, basically hanging upside down, trying to screw the the wires together and so on. He was just a a gigantic help to me, just a gigantic, and a nice guy. Now, he was a very big conservative politically, and we would have fun but we would debate politics, but just a just a nice guy. Had not talked. I think I did talk to him earlier this year. Every once in a while, he'd give me a call. He'd check in, and I would check in with him. Um, but I was really saddened to see him pass away. Not somebody that the general public might know. Although, again, many of you might remember Industronics from the uh, d- the, the the downtown Wheeling store. But he was just a, a just a for me a fun guy. I really liked him, and I was sorry to see him go. And I. Uh, condolences to his wife and to uh, his family and friends and so on. So, again, not a, not one of the guys is going to get a front page story, but the obituary jumped out at me. Eight nineteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Toyota Thon is on, making right now the perfect time to get a great deal on your next car, truck, or SUV, like a sporty 24 Camry or affordable and stylish Corolla, both with available all-wheel drive. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Tundra with enough cargo space for anything the winter has in store. Find out more at buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. But hurry, Toyota Thon ends January 2nd. Toyota, let's go places.
Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. And I'll steer the one by your side after everything that's gone by. It's hard to believe another year's gone by, huh? Well, we're doing something right, Howard. We're still here. Yeah, we're, we're two things. Two things. A, I'm like the ticker is still ticking, and I'm still waking up in the morning and saying, huh, yeah, how about that? I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. And we're still here. We are. You know, I mean, there have been a couple times I wasn't so sure. <laughs> a couple bumps, Howard. Just a little, small bumps. Yeah, small bumps along the road. So, um. I will tell you this, and this will probably make some of you really sad. As you all know, I've been thinking about it. Well, you know, maybe it's time to call it quits. Yeah, stop. No text. Don't do that. Don't do that. Actually, you know, I've been thinking about it, and, you know. But what I realized while I was away was, and I will probably try to be away more. <laughs> Good for you, pal. Um, but I love doing this. You know, being away from it. And I was absolutely away from it, and I didn't spend any time thinking about it. But I was really glad to. I am glad to get, get back. back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Vacations are nice, but yeah, I want to get back. You know, and uh, and it, it kind of put put the kibosh on my thinking of maybe, you know, well, maybe it's just time to call it quits. I just I'm 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 back, and I'm I'm back, baby, and I'm I'm ready to ready to roll. It is an election year, Howard. Yeah. Yep. 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 I was talking to a couple people actually. Well, not while I was away, but right before I was away, about. The Democratic National Convention. You know, our friend Candy says she's putting together a, a radio row up there. I want to go. I want to go bad. I was talking to another one of her old friends, Victoria Jones, who said, well, I'm going to be there. Are you going to be at the convention? I said, well, I I think we might be. Well, then we'll have to get together at the convention. So it could be old home week up there. For yeah, but I'm going to be a snob, Howard. Gee whiz, if we can't stay at the swanky hotels, it's just not going to be the yeah, same, you know? No, we just, yeah, we, when we did the old radio rows, we were at the top of the... I can't work like that, Howard. <laughs> yeah, as you remember, we were on account number one when we went to... <laughs> I can't be at no Super 8. Yeah, we... <laughs> do you remember the day? Uh, you do, of course. We, had, we were broadcasting from New York, and we were in the Ratner Family Hotel. It is one of the swankiest hotels in New York City. It's top of the line. Yep. And we were on, what were we on? Account number one. Account number one. They weren't too sure about Bob and I. We they got looked there. at me twice. <laughs> and then Maybe looked, three times. They looked at their resident and said, oh, you're on account number one, which meant you are a guest of the owner. Uh, so Bob and I went back to this swanky hotel after our broadcast every day. Bob mentioned you know, to some of the other broadcasters there, there were a bunch of other talk radio hosts there. Bob said, um, well, you know, we have to get back over to the uh, other 
side of the hotel. And they said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you staying at the Super 8, too? What? <laughs> I said, no, come on, Wendy. Let's go have a beer. <laughs> well, we got to go back to the Super 8. <laughs> Bob, shh, Bob, don't don't say anything because apparently we were given <laughs> special privileges. So, uh, yeah, yeah, those were good days. Um, today's Boxing Day, by the way, speaking of Victoria Jones, she's one who always talked to me about Boxing Day. Today's Boxing Day. Okay. It is uh, an English tradition. What bout are we talking about, Howard? <laughs> What's that? I said, what bout are we talking the about? Light heavyweight, heavyweight. No, 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 no. Like, ding. Yeah. No, 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 no. Boxing Day, it is an English tradition, great British tradition. It uh, is celebrated every year on December 26th. In Great Britain, this is a big shopping day and gift-giving day. Uh, it started historically, according to the info that I came across, it started back in, I think, the 1600s. The servants had to work on Christmas Day. And so they were, had the day after Christmas off, which is when they exchanged gifts with each other. And so their Christmas was the day after Christmas and was called Boxing Day. And then the kind masters of the house would then put together boxes of food and gifts and give them to their servants on Boxing Day. So Christmas Day was fully for the sophisticated, and then Boxing Day was for the uh, uh, for the lower class. And it has continued to this day. Uh, I have a friend of mine who is in Great Britain right now. I'm watching some of his Facebook stuff. He was out. He said the boxing. He said Boxing Day sales yesterday, Bob, were nothing. I mean, the, the, what you know, like Black Friday sales here, or after Christmas sales here. Don't hold a candle to Boxing Day sales. He said, they just go berserk? They just go absolutely berserk. So, uh, And Victoria is the one who told me all about Boxing Day. I didn't know that until Victoria um, brought it up. Christmas sales are up this year, by the way, uh, and that's good news. Uh, we spent more this year than we spent last year on Christmas sales, around 3% more. Not quite as high as uh, the year before, but we still ramped up our spending during the holidays. You know, everybody says that... that um, Oh, Biden's terrible for the economy, and oh, it's horrible. To have. And yet, every economic indicator, pe- people are out spending money. People are spending money all over the place, and Christmas sales were up significantly um, over the past year. So good for that. You know what the second biggest thing that people bought as gifts was? Gift cards. You're absolutely right. Number one, clothing. I didn't. I don't think I bought. I did. I bought my daughter and lost some clothing. I didn't buy much clothing this year. Bought nothing for my wife as far as clothing goes. But um, you're right. Number two, gift cards. And that's a great idea. I mean, uh, I think it's a wonderful idea. I didn't used to like back in the days when gift certificates were just that little piece of flimsy paper, and they would take a pen and write. Fifty dollars. I hated that. It just seemed chintzy to me. And it, it, it almost like turned into a, a TV game show too. But okay, let's say you gave me a fifty dollar gift certificate. Well, now I got to look for. I, okay, this I won for thirty two. Now I got to find something eighteen dollars right. more because they don't want to hand me any money. Right. No, how about this nice little car over here? I always hated that. But with a gift card, now you just you have money remaining on there. Right, and you continue to use it. And gift cards are the second. Most popular present this year after clothing. Nearly half of all Americans gave gift cards this year. I got a bunch of them. One yeah, from too. you. Thank Pick you a card, me. any card, Howard. Where do you want to go? Uh, I, I would, you know, you and I can take advantage of the gift card you got me because uh, we can go to Red Lobster. 
And the card you got me, we can go to figure out. And, uh, and so there are, there is that in giving of gift cards. Like here, have a delightful card, Bob, from Figuretti's, and um, let's go get something neat. We got any lunch plans this week? <laughs> got a lot of cards. <laughs> Nearly half of all Americans uh, gave gift cards this year. Forty-seven per, and but 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 the thing about gift cards is, and this is interesting. Do you always spend your gift cards? I probably have a couple that I didn't, but yeah, I, I make a better effort now to, to use it all up. Or so, I usually just give it to the server. Oh, that's a good idea. 47% of U.S. adults had at least one unspent gift card. Almost half Americans have at least well, we one. We got so many now, Howard. Well, that's the thing. It used to be you get one or two. <laughs> I don't keep too many of them in my wallet. I got the Red Lobster in there just in case you decide you want to go to Red Lobster <laughs> someday. But uh, Nancy uh, went through her, I don't know, her wallet, her purse, her, her table somewhere and start bringing out a bunch of ones we had we had a lot of you know gift cards that we have not used we've begun to use them now that we recognize we have them but 47 percent of americans say they have at least one unspent gift card and listen to this the average value of unused gift cards is 187 dollars per person wow First place, I never got $187 worth of gift. I mean, if if, if you add them up, but but in a single gift card, no. Well, I'm probably going to have to spend that next year, Howard. I was going to save it to next year, but, uh, you know, you gave me a great idea for a gift. I'm going to get you the Sam Sneed gift card for next year, Howard. (laughs) What's that going to run me? It won't cost you much because I— Are you still out in, Howard? uh, You want the Sam Sneed story, right? I can't wait, yes. uh, You want the Sam Sneed story. Uh, there are th- well, there are multiple restaurants. We had three nights where we could have fancy dinners in the fancy restaurants at the Greenbrier. The fanciest of all is the main dining room, cleverly enough called the main dining room. That's where you have to wear a coat and tie, and it is one of those places. I watch it. They've got a rack of coats out there. I saw a guy try to come in without a coat. Sir, please step outside and take a coat off the rack. And the guy had to take a coat off the rack and put it on to, to come in and have his dinner. Uh, the main dining room and an Italian place called The Forum, which quite frankly was the best of the three we're at. Oh, man. I had a, a seafood <sighs> I can't remember what it was called. Seafood and pasta. Oh, jeez. It was, oh, God. I'm just even thinking about it right now. It just gives me shivers. I'm so excited about it. And then we went to, I tried to get into another restaurant. I tried to get into Jerry West, and it was booked. Could not get into it. I think uh, 44? 44, yeah. And I wanted to because it's a steakhouse. And I, well, good, you know, I looked at the menu. It looked really good, and, but I couldn't get into it. So the conchers said, well, why don't you try Sam Sneed's? Be a good place. It's, you know, it's a little bit less formal. Another famous West Virginian, one of the greatest golfers to ever pick up a club. Um, I think he was a golf pro down there, right? Started probably, but yes, he was a big time uh, golfer. So we went to Sam's Needs. But that was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Here's that the, was great. Here's the problem. First of all, the reservations were a little messed up. Now, not terribly messed up, but a little messed up. I mean, there's four of you. How you mess that up? Yeah, well, they, you know, it's like, well, what, would, you, would you go over there and just, just go over there and sit for a while? No. See, that was. My friend Mike said, "No, yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere. No, no. we're looking around. The, we're looking around the dining. All the tables are open. No, no, no. 
sit down over there. All right. Now they finally, all right, come, come sit down. Okay. Lady comes and asks, uh, the server comes fairly quickly and says, uh, what may I get you from the bar? Now you're talking. Yeah, except we didn't talk. Ah. No, really, I don't think any of us want, you know, we don't want wine, we don't want cocktails. We're going to eat. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, what can I get you? Uh, soft drink, uh, tea? No, I think we're all just going to have water. Uh-oh. I think that was it. She left. She never came back. At all. N- never came back. Waiting, checking the menu. Oh, I think I'll try this. What about this? Waiting. Finally, I had to get up and flag some guy down. So, sir, are you a man? He said, I am the wine store steward. I said, well, I don't want any wine. But we'd like to order, if you don't mind. Oh, well, you have not ordered? No. Are there other people at other no, tables? there's plenty of people all over the place now. But I think they had drinks. I firmly believe the no drinks is what irritated the. Do you think you just going with the water rubbed her the wrong way? I, 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 so it was I, a I female truly, server? I truly do. Yes, it was a female server. So you didn't want anything from the bar and, and you said, ah, we'll just have water. Just water. Now I think she's figured these are just poor people here. They don't. I'm not going to get much of a tip off I these think folks. That's, I, seriously, I think that's what she figured. Now the wine steward says, well, I will try and find someone to help you. And eventually the lady comes back. Same lady. Did you ask her where she's been, Howard? No, I was no, I didn't want to cause any more trouble. We were already causing trouble. So I, I said, um, we placed her. We all had Sam Sneed's famous chicken. How can you go wrong? That sounds good. You were at Sam Sneed's? It's Sam Sneed's classic chicken. How can you go wrong? Well, the short answer is you could really go wrong. So we ordered Sam Sneed's classic chicken with collard greens. Now I knew I wasn't gonna eat the collard greens, so that was irrelevant. And uh, so they eventually, I say eventually, brought the Sam Sneed's classic chicken, which uh, we all took a bite of and said, Tui. So this isn't like a fried chicken? It is a fried chicken. but it has Too much breading some, on it? What, what? No, it was some bizarre spicing on it, on the breading. And literally, we all left it. I ate the, I ate the mashed potatoes on my plate. Skipped over the collard greens. I kind of picked at the chicken a little bit, had a bite or two. And everybody at our table, the four of us, just, just left it there. Just left it there. This is, this is crap. So we had the reservations got screwed up. Server didn't want to serve us. Food was bad. We left. Not happy. Not happy at all. I shan't go back. Never going back to Sam Sneed again. No, not going back to Sam Sneed's. I'm just I'm sorry. Now, listen, many of you may have had a wonderful experience. I'm, I'm, if you had a wonderful experience, more power to you. Um, but I, I want to say I had a terrible experience. From beginning to end, there was nothing good about it. Nothing good about it. You would think a swan. And, and because it, it, you, it's Sam's, the other restaurants are right at the Greenbrier in the, the main building. This one we had to go halfway across campus to get to. Now we took a shuttle, don't get me wrong, but... So it, we had to a get there, and then, and then get back. It just was not good. I would think a swanky place like that, when your server would come back and she sees all that chicken, she would say something like, "Folks, I'm sorry, you didn't care for the chicken. Can I get you something else?" One would think you would hear that. 
See, you already pissed her off, Howard. Well, I don't think she even came back. I, I really and truly, I, you know, I guess she gave us our bill. Might be wondering how, why the chicken was so bad, Howard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's a good. Everybody got the special sauce on say, your yeah, chicken. I did say there was a special spice of some kind. Maybe it's not exactly what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Now, listen. Maybe you all have had a great experience of Sam Sneeds if you've been there, and I don't. I don't want to denigrate Sammy himself, all right, the great legend. Um, and maybe I just, maybe we all, the four of us, were in a bad mood. I don't think so. But clearly, they didn't just, they, we were not their kind of people. They, we just were not their kind of people. I'm surprised you didn't clear your throat and say, you know what, we just spent $150 for this chicken. We'd have got a bucket from Neely's. It would have yeah, been 100 times best than this garbage. You know, I should have said that. Absolutely right. And they, actually, I guess she did. I think she did come back because she did say, would you like a box to take it home? Well, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not that we you had so much we couldn't eat it. Did you take a look at this? We ate one bite and said patooey on this. And here's a dollar for you is what you should have done, Howard. Yeah. Put it on the room. <laughs> Charge to the room. Uh. Yeah. And she brought the little slip where you then – there's a little place on the slip that says – Extra gratuity, I put a big zero. Oh, yep. I think she got the point now. Yeah, I think so. So that was my Sam Snead story. Now, I'll quickly just say the two other experiences were great. Main dining room, it, it was the swankiest of them all. It required you to have a jacket and so on. Um, and piano music playing, which I love, you know, a little background music and stuff. I had one of the best fillet, uh, I guess it was a ribeye. It was a steak. I mean, it literally, you talk about melting your mouth, it literally melts in your mouth. I could cut it with a fork. It was, I like mine medium rare. It was as good as you could possibly get it. Was there a ketchup bottle on the table, Howard? No, I'm sorry, sir, but no, there was Not my kind of place then. So there was, there was not. Uh, we actually, that turned into a little bit of a debacle, not a bad debacle. Uh, the waitress there was also not particularly attentive. We ordered our main entree and we ordered our main meal. And uh, a long time later, she came and said, do you want some dessert? And we said, well, yes, we would. Could we get the dessert menu? Yes, you can. Could we get it sometime before we want to leave? So she finally brought the dessert menu, and we ordered dessert. I said a basic, uh, I think I had lemon sorbet, uh, which was fine. It was very good. Uh, and a cup of coffee. But that took 15 minutes. I mean, by the time the, the dessert came, I wish we were just gone. But I'm not complaining about that. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, but you know what? I think I want to. But you got my you got my curiosity up. Now, you got to remember, this is as high end as it possibly goes. That's right. Do you think these servers are so good at – now, look, you guys were dressed to the nines. But they have an idea on who are the the, the, the ones to really give that excellent uh, service to, Howard, and the ones that you just can't because there's so many people. Maybe. 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 I, I will say this, and uh, my friend Mike said this, and he said it out loud. You know how you say things out loud to make sure they hear? Yes. Place like this ought to be better than this. You're talking Donnie Gilbert loud, then. Right. Every, everybody heard. Exactly. But he, it's a good point. It is a good point. It, the service... In the restaurants, only in the restaurants. Service everywhere else, great. Service in the restaurants was not the pristine service that I would have expected. You would think it would be. Yes, it would be. Yeah. I'm, I'm again. I think it was the main dining room. I, I don't. I'm not trying to either be braggadocious, whatever. Nancy and I, two dinners, 
$220, just for the two of us. No drinks. I mean, $500 dinner if we'd had drinks. So, <laughs> champagne uh, for the table. Yeah, champagne for the table. Now, again, the experience was good, except for Sam Sneeds. The experience was good. But I will say this, and, and I actually, the Greenbrier, as every restaurant and hotel does, they sent a survey out later, said, please fill out this survey. And I did say, you got to step up the game, the service in your restaurant. Food, perfect. I, nothing, well, except for Sam Sneeds classic chicken. But the food, as good as you can get. Uh, but the service, was it 92%? Yeah, probably. Maybe 90%. But as my friend Mike said, you expect better in a place like this. So that's my food story, and that's the Sam Sneed story. It's 841, 19 to the hour. Legislative watchdogs are coming up at 9. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Game day in Charlotte. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. The holidays start here at Kroger with a variety of options to celebrate traditions old and new. You could do a classic herb roasted turkey or spice it up and make turkey tacos. Serve up a go-to shrimp cocktail or use Simple Truth wild-caught shrimp for your first Cajun risotto. No matter how you shop, Kroger has all the freshest ingredients to embrace all your holiday traditions. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With Kroger brand products, you can make all your favorite things this holiday season. Because Kroger brand's proven quality products come at exceptionally low prices. And with a money-back quality guarantee, every dish is sure to be a favorite. These are a few of my favorite things. Whether you shop delivery, pickup, or in-store, Kroger brand has all your favorite things. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Well, here it is. It's game day in Charlotte, West Virginia, and the University of North Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Our pregame coverage this afternoon begins here on MSN at 2.30. Our kickoff is scheduled for just after 5.30. This is West Virginia's 40th bowl game all time. WVU is just one of 15 Power 5 schools who have reached a bowl in 19 of the last 22 seasons all time. West Virginia is 16 and 23 in bowl games and they are 1 and 1 in games played here in Charlotte as far as bowl games go. Last encounter with North Carolina 2008, the Meineke Car Care Bowl, West Virginia ekes out of victory 31 to 30. Fabulous game by former Mountaineer great Patrick White. He throws for three touchdowns, 332 yards in the air, plus had a good game with his legs. West Virginia wins it 31-30. to As for today's game, what's the key for WVU? Quite simply, it's just continuing to do what the Mountaineers did during the regular season, namely run 
the football. West Virginia has the longest streak in the country with 140 or more rushing yards. They've done that 15 straight games, three more than any other team. And then defensively, West Virginia has produced six tackles for a loss per game, which ranks them in the top 40 in the country. The Mountaineers have also thrown just seven interceptions, which ranks them in the top 25 nationally. Just continuing to do what they did in the regular season should spell victory here today. Once again, join us beginning at 2.30 to kick at 5.30. That's today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi of the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to... From tools and accessories to maintenance and everything in between, Menards has your automotive needs covered. Prevent gas line freeze-up with heat, gas line, antifreeze. It removes water from the fuel system and is safe for use in all four-cycle and fuel-injected engines. Grab a four-pack for just $4.99. Check out this and more great deals going on now during Menards New Year's Sale. Prices good through December 31st. Save big money at Menards. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuardWestVirginia. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Since 1987, Liberty Distributors has been one of the state's leading suppliers of quality commercial print paper, janitorial supplies, custom packaging, and shipping materials. Liberty has made customer focus and care the first rule of business. We also focus on being environmentally conscious by offering a complete and certified line of green products. Visit LibertyDistributors.com for a full view of our product catalog 
Now with our 20,000 products, training videos, and more. Liberty Distributors, serving the entire Ohio Valley for 30 years. During this special holiday season, the health plan wants to share a message of warmth, security, and peace of mind. As the snow falls and families gather, we understand the importance of being together and feeling safe during this special time of the year. From all of us at the Health Plan, we wish you and your loved ones a joyous holiday filled with laughter, love, and peace. The Health Plan. We're jingling We're your bells all you. holiday long. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. FM 98.1 and 97.7. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Of your love, like the warmth from the sun, and this will be our year. Took a long time to come. Don't let go of my hand now. The darkness has gone. This will be our year. Took a long time to come. It's 8:49, 11 till the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. Back to business here after a little bit away for me. Slider had the. Did you call it the Watchdog Morning Show with Bob Slider while I was gone? Slider and Stack. The morning show with a Slider, Slider and, and Stack. Well, good good job of that. Um, story that developed. So there were a couple of things I want to talk about real quick. News that happened while I was gone. The story that began to develop before I left was the closing of the bridge up in Chester, West Virginia. The bridge between Ohio and East, uh, Chester and East Liverpool. And um, over it's US 30. And they closed that down. And that's eh, a big deal if you're in Chester. And he said, but, you know, it's not really directly affecting to us. But it was, okay, so that was closed. Uh, they found uh, problems with, the, with that particular bridge. Then like a handful of days later, Bob, they closed down the Market Street Bridge between Follinsby and Steubenville. Now it's going to be a bit of a problem. Now you get two key bridges up in the, the uh, top of the panhandle that are shut down. Yeah, and I, 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 I hope it doesn't come to this now. We, we brought up one of the, the things that we hated or what I hated about the state of uh, Ohio is West Virginia runs that river, Correct. pretty much controls the river. Any bridge, any island in the Ohio River is West Virginia's business. But yet they call it the Ohio River was where I was going with that. I just wonder if Ohio saying, man, we, do, we have no control over these bridges. West Virginia can shut these down just like that. You know, the question, and again, it doesn't directly affect us here in the lower part of the panhandle, but many of you drive up that way, and it does make a big difference. you got two key bridges between the top of the state and down to the Steubenville area, two key bridges that are shut down. That creates a real serious rerouting problem for people who drive that way. And the question I have is, I guess it's as simple as, what the hell's going on here? What the hell's going on here? Two bridges? It, a couple of things. Ryan Weld, who I'm going to try and get on here maybe early part of next week, State Senator Ryan Weld um, wrote a letter to the Department of Highways, and he asked a variety of questions, uh, including, how come you just found this out now? You know, don't, don't they have ongoing inspections? Did you just suddenly one day say, well, holy crap, I guess we better close this bridge down? And you know what uh, conspiracy guy I am, Howard? Remember, it's been, what, eight years ago, the thing that got Chris Christie in a lot of hot water with the, the New bridge? Yorkers, he shut that bridge down, and which made it almost impossible. Remember, they came to a standstill, and this was for hours and hours and hours, and they said he did it just for spite. Ryan Weld, in a letter that he sends to the Department of Transportation, 
uh, asked a couple of questions, um, including what issues were discovered during your inspection that led to the closure? That's a fair question. Following the inspection, when was the decision made to close the bridge, and why did you let tra- if you discovered that it was bad, why did you let vehicular traffic continue for another day? until you decided to close it down? Fair question. Why was there no effort made by the Department of Transportation to notify either the public or the state or local officials who represent the area? Why didn't it? And that is a problem we've had down here with the streetscape. Where is the communication between the Department of Transportation and the local folks? And then uh, Ryan Weld asks, what's the short-term plan for the bridge in terms of resolving the issues you discovered? So, I mean, I think he raises a lot of good questions there, and I, I have not seen any response yet, but I'm sure that perhaps at some point um, we are. So that's a big deal. you got the two, two bridges up there closed down. Now, as I was preparing to talk about this story over the last couple of days, I, I, I was going to make a point that it's, it, it's up there. It doesn't directly affect us. Um, then I was reminded of the bridge situations we have here. Suspension bridge is closed down. It's, it's almost completed. Are they going to open it up? Uh, you know, wow, that's a question we continue to have. And the bridge down there by our friend Angel's Place, uh, the Hall of Fame Cafe, that bridge that was closed after the homeless fire underneath it, to, you know, caused problems. It has now been closed for two years. Two years. And the Department of Highways has finally, according to uh, reports on the Intel this morning, has finally said they're going to repair it at the cost of one and three quarter million dollars going to cost to fix that bridge and it won't be done for another year yeah because it sounds like they took two years to come up with the idea well we're going to invest that money and we're going to and we're going to fix it uh howard we we imagine we have our problems down here bridges and, and other things but man they ought to take really good care of the fort henry bridge because if that one would ever be shut down we, we would have serious problems in and i am not listen to me carefully I am not a conspiracy guy. You would concur with that, right? Yeah, I am. He's not. But I have to say to myself. <laughs> I think he might be. I have to say to myself. They waited to close those two bridges down until the new bridge up there in Brook County was completed. Mm-hmm. Coincidence, you know? Howard? I'm, I'm not a cons- But you have to wonder. They, whew, okay. We've got another way for him to get across the river now. Shut those damn things down. I'm sure it didn't happen that way. I'm sure it wasn't like that. But still, you have to. Yeah, I would say the 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 moral of the story is don't irritate those guys with silly two-way traffic or what's wrong with this bridge or <laughs> let that bus come across the bridge, you know, because we need our bridges out. Yes. So uh, the um, $1.35 million to repair this. Now I'm back in Wheeling. The uh, bridge on Chaplin Street, Chaplin Street Bridge, the one that's right down from Hall of Fame. Pretty Cafe. important. Ask Angel. It's been closed for, uh, uh, will be closed for a couple of years. And I'm looking to see what the date on this is. Um, a company has been awarded the contract. And um, I, I want to say at least another year. I think it's going to be at least another year before it's, it's open. And you know where I'm going to come down on this, Howard. Uh they can never let that happen again. I mean, uh, homeless is one thing. You can't live under the bridges, I guess, because who in hell wants to go through that again and the cost? Well, right. And it was uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, now this goes back two years, 
the bridge was a like an experimental type bridge. They used I don't know some experimental um, material on it and so on. It wasn't as simple to replace as a, a other bridges are. It was a particularly it was an experimental bridge, so that's why they had to do it, and that's why it's so expensive. But it is set to be repaired, but it's not going to be done for for a while. So, you know, bridges are awfully important for us. Yeah, a lot of water around here. You got to get across the water. So, yeah, you, you need those bridges, Howard. And I, I said, I how thought, about the Manchester Bridge? Are they going to come in close with that? I think that's a, that's a done deal. I think that's a done deal. Well, it kind of dawns on you. You know, sometimes when they shut those bridges, they don't open them back up. No. Well, let's talk about the, the Manchester Bridge, certainly, which I used to use a lot to get from downtown or East Wheeling out to the Wheeling Hospital area, Mount Deshauna Road area. Uh, God help us, Rock Point Road right now is worse than downtown Wheeling, so I'm not sure I want to travel that. But, yeah, but the Manchester Bridge is gone. The back bridge to Bridgeport, remember the one at the back end of the island that used to be? Etna Bridge? Was, was that the Etna Bridge? No, I think it wasn't the Etna Bridge the original bridge where the, the Did they shut that one down too? Yeah, but no, it used to be at the back, clear at the far end of the island. You could cross. And, you, and it was a bridge, and then they shut it down, made it a pedestrian-only bridge, and then they said, yeah. Can't just, do that either. Can't do that either. So bridges are shutting down. I mean, they're really uh, they're really important. All right, there are a lot of other things I wanted to talk about today. Let's see. More Capito has decided not to. You know, he's resigned from uh, his position in the legislature so he can run full-time for governor. I, I think he is one of the two top contenders for governor. So, so that's a good sign, him him ditching that to, to more time? I would, I would say so. He must so. be doing well then? I would say so. You know, Patrick Morrissey is the, the titular leader the what? Titular. The the <laughs> it seems to be the leader of the um No, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's really That's where I was going, Howard, yeah. Has, no, nothing. No. Um Morrissey is the titular leader there, but uh, more capital is pretty close, I think. And I think maybe it's a good point. If more capital is able to devote time. He if he didn't resign from the legislature, the next sixty days he'd have to spend in Charleston as a legislator. This will give him time to spend devote full time to to campaigning, and I, I think that's a good thing. Donald Trump um, wins a delay at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said that uh, Jack Smith's request that uh, that a question of presidential immunity be decided right away will not occur. It has to follow the normal process going through the courts. That was at least um, uh, up front a win for Donald Trump. And then uh, also Donald Trump in Colorado, uh, the Colorado Supreme Court, uh, used the 14th Amendment and said that uh, Trump cannot be on the ballot in Colorado. Interesting story I saw either last night or this morning in the paper. Um, the Colorado Supreme Court now getting death threats and threats of violence in their buildings and so on, which is a sign of what I worry about, depending on how this election goes, depending on how Trump's trials go. There are some of his supporters that are not going to be happy if things go the wrong way. So those are a couple of the national stories worthwhile. And... Um, and U.S. Steel was sold, but I guess uh, you guys talked about that last week on the Watchdog. We did. Uh, Big Dog was, uh, you know. Not happy. Nah. Yeah. We may follow up on that a bit later on. All right. Tomorrow, a year in review. Friday, our regular Friday show. And then we're into a brand new year, and we'll have a ton of fun. Y'all, thank you for listening today. Thank you, Bob, for filling in. You did a great job. And uh, so I don't feel nearly as bad as leaving. I think I may go away for another week or so. So just be prepared. Go for it, Howard. <laughs> just be prepared. ABC covers the world, and the Watchdogs are after that.